Welcome to the Unstoppable Eventrepreneur Podcast, where we have open and honest conversations about business strategies, thinking and habits that are essential to building a successful event planning business while enjoying a fulfilling lifestyle. I am your host, Mayo Silvers, an events veteran with over 20 years of experience and also an unstoppable eventrepreneur with two multiple six-figure events business. Come listen with an open heart and open mind. Be ready to reset, recharge, and rejuvenate your life and your business. Thank you for joining us for our weekly Wednesday Unstoppable Eventrepreneur podcast once again. So today I'm going to share with you a little bit of the COVID journey that I had um, the week of Memorial Day weekend. Why am I sharing this with you? Because there is a great moral of a story because during the whole time when I was down with COVID, I realized that I built a business that wasn't 100% reliant on me. And this was a great wake-up call in a, in a good sense that I think every small business owner should take into consideration when thinking about the business structure of their company. So let me just share the juicy details, all right? Um, on May 30th, Memorial Day, I woke up, didn't, feeling, didn't feel anything, any illness or, or a fatigue of any kind. Then we went to an ice skating ring because my daughter wanted to ice skate that day. So I knew I had been there before. I knew that it's going to be really cold. So I had my very heavy pullover. Um, I was ready. So spending two hours sitting in um, in ice skating ring, I mean, um, watching her and my husband skating together. I was, I was cold, but I was prepared for the cold. When we left the ice skating ring, you know, we're in Florida. It's super hot outside. We're talking about like the mid to high 80s, almost to the 90s. Um, I still had my, my jacket on. And when we went to have lunch, I could feel fatigue coming in. I didn't think much of it. I was just thinking perhaps, you know, I was cold and I'm tired. So I just want to take a nap. So when I got home, uh, I want to take a nap with the jacket on. Mind you, this is a heavy, heavy pullover. And immediately I, you know, I could tell that something wasn't right because my body was aching. So it's a it's a holiday. So we didn't I didn't have to work either for my uh for my M2 hospitality, my event planning company, or the coaching business, Unstoppable Eventrepreneur, right? So it was the day off. Now. So my body was aching. So I said, ah, you know, let me just maybe slip it off and then next day I'll feel better. Okay, so Tuesday came, my daughter went to school. No, actually, the, no, she did not go to school. She did not go to school. Um, and then uh, actually, yes, she did go to school. I remember now, she did go to school. She was feeling fine. I sent her to school. I had my, my husband take her to school. And I was feeling a little tired. My body was aching. Uh, I didn't have any other symptoms. My body was aching. I was just very tired. So I actually worked that day. Okay. 
So I had my um I had my coaching calls with some clients. I was working on some event planning for um for my clients from the event planning side. So I was working, but by the evening I was like super duper tired. And then on Wednesday is when I do my weekly Facebook live tutorial, right? Uh, inside my Facebook group. And it's where I also swim into LinkedIn and YouTube. And that night, I also have a, a social media one-on-one class that people pay to attend. At the same time, I also have a coaching call with all my clients inside the mentorship program. So Wednesday is a very busy day for me. And on Wednesday, when I woke up, I was like, there's no way I can do this weekly Wednesday Facebook live tutorial. So I took a COVID test and I found that I had COVID. And because I had COVID, I tested my daughter. She's negative. But because she's so close to me, I was like, I am not going to send you to school. So I basically, I kept her home. So that was around like nine o'clock in the morning. And I knew that my, my, my show, everyone is at 12 o'clock. So immediately I sent a message to my social media manager and told him that I don't think I can do this show at 12 o'clock. I don't even have energy to sit up. You know, and I had a temperature, I was feeling tired, I have chills, I have cough. So he says, I think you should, um, you should cancel, the, cancel your weekly Wednesday Facebook live tutorial. And the topic that I was teaching, supposed to teach that day, was do you think you need certification to start your event planning business? And thank God, I recorded an episode for my podcast talking specifically about that topic, I said, why don't we just shrimp the podcast inside the Facebook group so that we give people content to listen to? So I basically sh- killed two birds with one stone. Number one, I didn't leave my followers on a Wednesday Facebook live tutorial hanging, wondering what happened to me. So I sent out a message inside the Facebook group and also on Instagram because we stream to Instagram as well. And I let everybody know that I was under the weather, but here is the podcast and listen to this episode, which is exactly the same topic I'm going to be talking about that Wednesday. So now I gain more followers on my podcast because those people who didn't know that I have a podcast now is listening to my podcast and subscribe to my podcast, right? And number two, I didn't disappoint my followers because I still give them content on that day. So I fulfilled the promise. The only thing was they didn't get to see my face. Listen, they wouldn't want to see my face that day. I, did, I, I, I was a hot mess. And then I also have a coaching call that evening at 5.30 with the clients inside my mentorship program. There is no way I could do that. So what did I do? I immediately called my accountability advisor, who is also my assistant coach inside the program, to take over the coaching. That day, we're supposed to talk about hiring 101. And it's supposed to be a joint effort. She has prepared all her, all her PowerPoint presentation. And um, you know, I gave her resources on how to hire, how to train, how to create SOPs. So she got all that, and she's already have all that established for her company. So she, she was the perfect person 
to teach that class. So I let her know that, hey, I will need you to take over and teach that class this coming, this today, because there's no way I can do this. I said, just send me the recording once it's done and I'll load it inside the membership portal for those of those people who couldn't attend the class. So again, saved by the bell. Uh, I had my assistant coach coach that session so I can actually get some rest. Now, the tricky part was that evening at 8 p.m. Eastern time zone, I'm supposed to have a social media one-on-one workshop where we actually had people pay to attend this class. So it's a two-part class. My social media manager is supposed to teach the analytics where I'm supposed to teach the content of creating content, creating sustainability, um, and and the mindset being uh, behind um, showing up for your social media. So can I have someone else teach that? Absolutely. But because I hold true to my integrity, when I promote that class, that workshop, I said that I will be the one teaching. I didn't say someone else is going to teach. So I felt that I had to show up and I have to teach that class, but there's no way I could teach. So I sent out an email and also a message inside the Facebook group. I sent out the email to people who are not inside my Facebook group who bought the the class and people who is inside my Facebook group who bought the class and let everybody know that unfortunately I came down with uh, with COVID and I wasn't able to teach and I have to push the class to next Tuesday. So as a small business owner, you always worry about your reputation where people will be thinking that, you know, there's so many online scams going on and you're worrying about if people are thinking that you're scamming them. But thank God, I've always hold true to my word that this is not the first time I'm doing this class. I did it last year. It was a great success. That's the reason why we're doing it once a year. So people know that it's, I'm truly ill. For me not to show up on a Wednesday to teach for my Facebook live tutorial, that means something must be really wrong. So because of how I've shown up day in, day out for my business, every single Wednesday without fail, and if I couldn't, I will always stream some form of a video or pre-recorded session so that my followers always have something to look forward to. I have been serving my heart out to my followers by me having to cancel or, or pivot to stream a podcast. I didn't get any hit from anyone. And everyone was super understanding. Everyone sent in their well wishes. Same thing when I had to reschedule the social media one-on-one class. And everybody, you know, even by email, when I sent out by email to those people who paid for the class and apologize and let them know that we will have a class today, then I, 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 you know, I told everybody that I was ill. And these people who bought the class, they wrote me back and told me to take a good rest. Don't worry about it. You know, see me next Tuesday. Nobody gave me any, any, um, anything negative. They had not, no negative things to say, calling me a scammer or saying that, you know, I just took their money and didn't show up. None, none of that sort. Everyone was so understanding. And I was so happy that, I was so happy that um, people were so understanding. I was so happy that my team members were able to step up and take over the coaching and fulfillment, client fulfillment, um, that I knew that I have built a business that is self-reliant. It doesn't have 
to depend on me 100% for survival. I know that I can step away if I have to, go on vacation, take time off, or when I fall ill. So I knew that I had built a business that doesn't center all around me. I knew that I built a business with a structure that somebody else can actually step in and take over if need be. So I'm going to ask you, as a small business owner, how have you been structuring your business? Are you the only person who is doing everything? Are you the only person who is able to do the designing, the decorating, and the planning? You know, if, if I have an event going on, all right, on that day, I knew that I can pick up the phone and call my contractor who's local and go oversee the event. I knew that I have a standard operating procedure in place where I can just send over the run of show or the timeline, event timeline, or the operations sheet for that day and, and gave it to her and say that go ahead and just follow this and execute the event. I know that I can do that. So if you have not structured your business in that fashion, you need to really start looking at it. I know it, takes, it, it took COVID for me to really take time to applaud myself for structuring my business in a way that I don't have to worry that I am not here. I even have a salesperson who is able to continue to do sales when I am not doing sales. So I'm not the only person who is generating sales. So, so you have to ask yourself, have you structured your business in a format that you have paperwork in place, systems in place that you can step away on go on vacation and not have to pick up the phone, not have to check your email. And it becomes like a voluntary basis that if you want to pick up the phone, it's, it's because you want to, or it's because you, um, you, know, you just want to check in, but you're, you are not necessarily the linchpin for your business that requires your day-to-day -day, day -day participation. So ask yourself, and that's the reason why I said that if you are a decorator, you need to be able to teach someone, regardless whether it's a contractor or you have you know, your family member, somebody that you can rely on to decorate the event based on your vision. So if you, step number one, you got to have a vision. And then after that, you need to be able to communicate and train your people to understand your vision and execute that vision. That's how you're able to scale. That's how you're able to have a CEO lifestyle. So you don't have to be at every single event because there's already a standard operating procedure to carry out every single event because you have taken the time to create that. This thing goes here, that thing goes there, the final look should look like that, period. Okay? If you're an event designer, same thing. You tend to stick to a few designs. Then you just duplicate, replicate, maybe just change the flowers here, change the frame there a little bit. But the fundamental is the same. Got to find somebody who's able to do the design for you. As an event planner, same thing. You have to find somebody. It could be just your assistant, your VA, who is able to understand that, okay, this needs to be done right now. Okay, let me go get on it. 
you know, event planning is no brain surgery, okay? So unless it's event strategy, then it's a little, little bit different. Like I do a lot of event strategy work. And if I'm ill, I'm not ill for long periods of time. So I will have to tell my client that, hey, listen, I'm going to have to take 48 hours out or one week out. But just know that, you know, I'll get back to you by X certain time. And I plan my events. I take on clients, the dates of their event around my vacation days. So I put down my vacation days first or any family obligation events where, or, or business obligation events on my calendar first. And then I see what are the empty slots that I can take on clients. So everything revolves around me, my business, my family first. So there's never a clash of schedule. So there must always be another person so who is able to do your job, all right, as the best to, of their capability. Nobody can do it as well as you, but good enough to run the business for a couple of weeks. So when you are building a team, make sure that more than one person, you need to have at least two persons who's able to do the same job so that the other person can go on vacation or fall ill or have to take sick leave or personal time off. You have another person who's able to do her job. So COVID, you know, for the past one week, it has made me realize that I actually have something really good going on that sometimes I beat myself up by thinking that I'm very messy when it comes to the back of the house in terms of my paperwork, et cetera, et cetera. I'm actually more organized than I gave myself credit. And, uh, you know, I was able to keep up with my numbers. Last Sunday, I look at my numbers. How is the company pacing? I think we're going to be pacing to half a million dollars for just the coaching side and then event planning side. It's, it's going to be a good year. So, you know, and, you know, hopefully our seven figure. So, so at the end of the day, this whole episode, okay, is to really shake you up a little bit. Don't wait until that you're ill or when you have to go on vacation to start thinking, oh, how is my business structure? Can I actually go on vacation? All this needs to start with a long-term plan. That's why when you do your business plan, you have to start thinking about your business structure. Sometimes we think too far out and then we, we froze, okay? Because we don't know what actions to take. So let's look at one year down the road. Just look at, you know, if you have a, um, a choice, how do you want your CEO lifestyle to look like? Do you want to be able to take vacations? So let's just talk about taking vacations. You need to structure your business in a sense that you can at least take vacations, three to four vacations a year, okay? Or you can don't work on your business and it's okay. So, and if you have an event, if you have an event, if you can't execute the event, who can take over the execution? So you have to have contingency plan and emergency plan and also plan A, plan B, plan C in the event that you can't physically do the work. All right. So today's podcast is all about CEO mindset, all about CEO planning, about business structuring. So I hope this gives you some insight, you know, do a reality check. It's halfway through the year already. And I want you to take a look at your business and see, are you on track in building a self-sustainable business that doesn't rely 100% on you? All right. Thank you so much for giving me your time once again. And I look forward to speaking with you next week. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast, share our podcast, 
and give us the reviews and the ratings as we are working diligently on our way in a five-year plan to get to be the number one podcast for the events planning field. Thank you, everybody. Thank you for listening to the Unstoppable Eventrepreneur Podcast. If you have enjoyed this episode, can you do me a favor? Please leave us a review and also share our podcast so we can help more eventrepreneurs out there. And don't forget to subscribe to our podcast so you never miss any new episodes.